Road trips. Don't they leave you with lifetime memories? Welcome back to quarantine season. My name is Ella Camacho. I have a special guest here joining me today. My next guest knew me before I was even born. She's not blood related, but she has been a longtime family friend along with her immediate family. It has been almost two decades since we last spoke like this, and I'm looking forward to catching up with her. She is currently working as a medical doctor in Florida, and during her off time, she enjoys crafts, cooking, baking, gardening, reading, and road tripping when the time is right. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, Simone. Nice to meet you. It's been so long. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I know the last time I saw you, you were up to my waistline and swinging a tennis racket. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like 10 or something. Yeah, something like that. Now, I bet if we saw each other, you'd probably be the same height. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how time has just flown by. Absolutely. One minute I was my own 10-year-old self dreaming of being a physician, and the next second I turn around and suddenly I'm 32 and in practice. Yeah. And so what got you into medicine? Um, I discovered at a young age I was very good at helping people, so I figured I might as well make a career out of something I'm naturally good at. Here I am. That's awesome that it worked out for you in that way. I tried I tried medicine and I just didn't have enough passion for it to really give it what it needed. But I'm really happy it worked out for you. Yeah, you have to be absolutely in love with the idea of sort of sacrificing everything to become a physician. If you're not absolutely obsessed with what you're going to be doing as a job, you're just better off not bothering with it because it's it's a lot of time. It's a lot of years and there's definitely struggles along the way. Some of them, you know, make you a a better physician, but it's one of those things you kind of, you have to really be in it 100%. Absolutely. And so what type of medicine are you practicing? Well, I'm a general practitioner, so I currently practice in geriatrics. I take care of patients that are 65 and older. Okay. And did you ever see yourself ever moving to Florida? Absolutely not. I've had, <laughs> I remember the first time I had to fly in to Miami International for transfer flight and just a little step off onto the plane down the corridor. I almost had an asthma attack getting on. <laughs> I could never live in Florida. And then, ta-da! I've been a resident for over two years now. I can imagine you miss New York so much. I mean, yeah. that's a big change. Yes and no. Well, you have to understand, I grew up between you know, New York City and Halifax, Vermont, middle of nowhere. So where I'm at is kind of like the perfect side of two worlds. I have hard top roads, but I also have ranches with horses on them. So it's a beautiful Oh, that's really nice. What do you miss most about Brooklyn? Uh, the different options in types of food that you can access. Mm. in here. Yeah. If I had unlimited money, I would definitely buy a brownstone just to have so I can like visit it. Not exactly in the winter time. I remember my my second cousin, she was like, yeah, you can like when I was looking at medical schools in New York, she was like, yeah, when you move down here, you can borrow my shovel. And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) that's a no. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a different way of living for sure. I don't miss the shoveling. I don't miss <laughs> worrying about icy roads. 
I don't miss mud season from Vermont at all. But I mean, the, the, so the thing with a brownstone is it's it, they're nice and they're beautiful, but because they're you know often very old, there's a lot of surprises. As you know, I grew up in one. Yes, um, yes, I remember it. Yeah, there, we we had surprises. You know, you'd be surprised where you'll run into to cast iron, and then if something goes wrong, it's a it's a very very heavy lifting to get resolved. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, it's also very, very, very congested in New York. Everybody's kind of one on top of each other, and you know, get on the subway, and it's you don't really have your little bubble. Whereas in your when you're in a more rural area like I am right now, you have a little more space. Definitely, yeah. definitely, you got more space to breathe in that humidity. <laughs> actually, I, I live on the west coast, so it's not actually. Oh, it's as not humid. as bad. Okay, no. cool. I lived in Tampa for a year, and man, yeah. that humidity was rough. <laughs> I'm about 40 minutes north of Tampa, but I don't know, it's just, it, it doesn't really feel that humid here. Oh, that's right. nice. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. And so, going into road trips, have you been on a lot of road trips? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, growing up, the reason I was always running into you would be when we would do the trip from New yeah, York, New York to, to Vermont. No, that was from New York to New Orleans when we passed by and see you guys in Atlanta. Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, okay, yes, yes. And but but yeah. I have also I remember also taking a, a road trip with you and your and your parents to from New York to Vermont as well. Oh no, that was just a weekend. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. For, for us, road trips have they have to be more than four hours long, or it's not really a road trip. It's just you're going to visit somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely, uh, yeah. As, Go ahead. As a kid absolutely loved that road trip from New York down to New Orleans because we would always get to have ice cream at like two in the morning and as a kid you, we, that did not happen but because a lot of breakfast places didn't open till like 9 a.m we would get to have ice cream at the cast station at two in the morning and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever and then of course you know driving in a small sedan as as my brother started to get taller and taller we had to sort of figure out different ways to put our legs because <laughs> taking those long trips like the taller everybody gets the more you're gonna cramp up and as you know Gabriel is six foot five so yeah <laughs> a little bit of a challenge at the end yeah I can imagine uh it was hard to really choose who was gonna sit up front as everyone uh, got once taller she hit six foot five it became kind of evident we needed to start putting him in the front seat <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can imagine I feel like with road trips they just create so many lifetime memories I, I myself, yeah. I mean, I've been on so many road trips. I'm usually that person that falls asleep <laughs> until we get to the destination. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, but also, I am that person that, like, if my mom is falling asleep, I'm the radio. I don't sing, but I mean, I I play her favorite Michael Jackson music and uh, on repeat and sing along with her to keep her up and hand her whatever she needs to stay awake. Okay, so DJ Lisa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I hear you. For, for my dad and me, it's a cross. It's a mix between Queen's Greatest Hits and Beatles. Gotta uh, have the mix. Mom, it was temptations all the way temptations in Motown was insane. I mean that can keep anyone up for real oh, you know it, it varied though like if my dad was in the car and mom wasn't around there was no Motown allowed he does not really enjoy, doesn't really enjoy um, you know Motown so that did mm -mm. no temptations when it was just, when it was just two of us. 
you know and then of course the crossover when it was just me and him then it was queen and again and there's certain queen songs that like you always got a blast like if we are the champions comes yes on, definitely that's going up in volume and i really you know i think in order to really enjoy like a road trip you, you have to have a great person to travel with oh you really yes. need to have like good music prepared because growing up like there'd be certain areas we'd pass by and all there was was country there was nothing else <laughs> it's, it's the same kind of country over and over and over again and so nowadays like we have spotify mm-hmm. have, i'm trying to think of the other ones off the top of my head oh like, itunes pandora. yeah pandora yeah yeah you know so now you literally you can put a little usb in your car full of mp3s and just start playing you can have six hours of music prepared ready to go yeah the same tune again so like just... having to burn cds or or trying to <laughs> buy all... i remember i used to burn cds on limewire oh my god yeah. back in the day yeah and uh during have... when it's finished yeah yeah and i would like name it like with a sharpie or something like the summer 2018 or whatever it was and uh have my cd have my little cd player but it's so funny how all those things are obsolete now <laughs> like, yeah I mean, the kids these kids these days don't even fun. know what a cd player is or a cassette player i had my i had a cassette player too oh it was a barbie it was a barbie one but i mean i still had one <laughs> you remember how the cd players like if gosh forbid you're in the car and it hit a bump it would see it Oh, yes. That was so irritating. I was like, stop this car. <laughs> Good memories. And then the fun, the other fun part is when you go through different states, you never know, like, when you stop at a restaurant, what you're going to get. You might find this awesome little barbecue place on the side of a gas station and have the best barbecue ever. So it's definitely a lot of perks. Yeah. A lot of perks. Yeah. You really, you really don't know what to expect. It's always a surprise. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah. random people you meet at truck stops oh, and gas stations. Yeah. And you know my mom, she she can make a friend anywhere. So. <laughs> That's a life Yeah. Yeah, but, like I used to go on road trips also too, not just with my family, but with my family friends up the street from me. And we used to go take trips to Florida all the time. And one of the trips to Florida, I never thought I could get sunburned. Never thought. I was like, I have tan skin, you know, how how is that even possible? I I fell asleep in the sun. Man, I got burned. I couldn't even get up. I couldn't even get up. Yes, yeah. I always tell my I always tell my mom, make sure to wear sunscreen. Make sure make sure to wear sunscreen. She's like, Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. This is crazy. And as you remember, I'm the opposite. Like when they took 100 SPF off the market for a short while, I was like, "No, I need that." Yeah, that's my sunscreen. 100, not even 97. Give me the 100, and I've got to reapply every 30 minutes, or I turn into a crab. Yeah, my niece, she's the same way. She she has like from being in the sun so much, she has sunspots now. So she was using she's she's she she's six years old and my sister-in-law was using the spray that was a hundred and my mom was like no you need to use my mom and dad were like you need to use the actual lotion itself on her every 30 minutes and like clock it 
Yep. So if you use the spray, you have to actually remember to still rub it in. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Like, and then of course, check the back of the instructions. Cause a lot of them, if they say waterproof, it's only for 80 minutes. Gabriel and I discovered one time the very painful way. A lot of childhood memories of the different sprays. Best thing I found for when you get sunburned, coconut oil. Works better ah, than aloe. Coconut oil. Yeah. That's good to know. Yep. That's good yeah, to know. Then, um, after Hurricane Maria, my dad and I were, were actually trapped in Puerto Rico, and the top of his feet got burned when he was in line for diesel. So mm. we there was, it was not easy to get access to medical care at that point because really they were saving the ER for emergencies. So I literally just took some coconut oil out of the kitchen, kept putting it on top, and eventually he started to peel. Oh wow! Who would have thought? Yeah, we were really lucky. <laughs> just try everything like at, at some point like you get so desperate you just try anything um i remembered it from when i had gotten burned earlier in the oh, year okay. when i was an oh. intern oh okay so i knew yeah it wasn't it wasn't an experiment i knew i knew what i was doing okay well it, it's great that you were able to apply what you've learned into real life then you know, real life experience getting burned myself, putting coconut oil, being like, ooh, this actually works. And then <laughs> later on down the road, we're going to prevent skin from, you know, bubbling up and bursting open. Yeah. We don't need anyone to boil into a red tomato. No, no. No, no. That's never good. <laughs> no. And so after all this quarantine lockdown is over, where would you love to road trip to? Sure. I mean, I definitely would want to take the trip over to New Orleans because that's where my best friend's out of. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I mean, it's like a five hour trip. I don't know really know if that's a road trip. I would drive it by myself. But I'm actually going to be flying out to Vegas Ooh. next month. So, yeah, I'm going to see how that goes. I got to go out for a friend's wedding. And I saw Vegas before quarantine. And so now it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. I've actually been to Las Vegas. I went there in July. That's the that's the perfect time to go. Not, it was boiling hot. It was like when I got out the airport, I was like smacked with dry heat right to my face, and I was just like, "What is this? Get me out of here!" <laughs> I found the nice thing the nice thing in Las Vegas because it's dry heat. Though, if you're an asthmatic, it doesn't bother you. Like I tested it out. Um, there's some steps on. Um, I think it's called like the newer strip there's a bunch of steps that you can run that you can go up to go across the little bridge and i literally ran up all three flights of stairs and i oh, wasn't wow. even to the top and i was like so this is what it's like to be in a super dry environment with asthma awesome so when did you go though like what month I, oh i went i went in april shortly after finishing taxes is like a little bit like woohoo yes. celebrate getting that done yes but yeah, yeah. No, it was I mean, it's still going to be probably hot next month. I spoke to my friend yesterday and she said it was like 110 degrees. Yeah, see, I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> if it's dropping, uh, it doesn't touch me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's so funny because when I moved to California, I could not take the dry heat. I was actually missing the humidity. I feel <laughs> like I'm better suited being around humidity than dry heat because I like I my skin dries up so fast. So that's going to be when the, I'm sure you don't miss, you know, having to worry about your hair suddenly frizzing as soon as you step up. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't miss that. I don't miss that. I mean, every day, every day, my, like, I can put so much leave-in conditioner, moisturizer on my head, and 
poof, it goes up again. I'm like, I don't, I give up. I give up. When I was in uh, the Dominican Republic for med school, like, I suddenly realized one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, I have volume in my hair. It's not six straight because I'm in a human environment. I actually haven't been out in California yet. That's kind of one of those things that I definitely want to check out one time just to see, like, what it looks like. Is it really like, you know, the television and the movie? It is definitely not. (laughs) Let me just break that. break that for you uh no it is not like the movies or the tv shows there's no sparkles and oh no i just figured there was everywhere no 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 but in hollywood boulevard it's just full of homeless people and it's not safe um (laughs) people try to pickpocket you and it's just it's not really safe to like unless you're going to an event fine but go with somebody wow yeah, no, like this town, one of the other beautiful things about being in a rural area is that I will literally have my work laptop and if I have to like go to the bathroom real quick, I can leave it just sitting in the restaurant and I know it's going to be there when I come back. If yeah. I forget to lock my door and to work, I know no one's going to mess with my car during the day. So there's kind of a beauty to that. Like in New York, you could never do oh, that. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. a laptop sitting on the to walk away to the bathroom because I'm, I'm, I'm by myself a lot. And that's, you know, the fun things like you're by yourself. How do you make sure the waiter knows that you didn't dine and dash? You leave them a note or you tell them. And I yeah. literally, I remember in college, I write a note. I tried leaving my cell phone one time and I came back to the waitress and the busboy arguing. The busboy said the phone meant I hadn't left. And the waitress said I just forgot the phone. Well, uh, the busboy was right. So the next time I took a napkin and I said, went to bathroom, be back in five minutes. There was no discussion on that one. Oh, good. But yeah, it's much different there's some areas in the south that you you still deal with things like like what you dealt with in the north but it's nice that you don't have to deal with that in your area yeah definitely i mean i was walking around the store and somebody had you know dropped a piece of jewelry and you know i could just literally say hey you know do you guys have a lost and found you know yeah i definitely do that all the time like if someone just dropped like i definitely turn in everything to lost and found and people actually turn stuff in You'd be surprised. Yeah, you know, some of us actually grew up with conscience and yeah. you know, thought about what it would for the other person to miss that item and what sentimental value might be attached to it. Yeah, I mean, someone the other day at the office, she forgot her wedding ring in the bathroom. First of all, oh. why would you take it off? Why would you take it oh, off at yeah. a doctor's office? A doctor's office. Because when you are a little bit of a germaphobe, you always take your rings off whenever you go to the bathroom and then you put them back on after because you don't want a lot of germs on them. It's a thing. I do oh, it. okay. I, every time. That's in my pocket. So that would be why you would have found her ring probably sitting on the sink or something. Maybe she didn't have a pocket to stick it in. But yeah, that's, that's very common. And she's probably just very, very conscious about washing her hands and really just keeping everything as clean as possible. Wow. Okay. Well, now, well, now I know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> what can I say? I didn't know. What's the longest road trip you've ever taken? What's the what? What's the longest road trip you've ever done? Ooh, Georgia to New York. Ooh, okay. that was the longest one, and it was with a lot of people too. A lot of people came. <laughs> so that car was. It was an. It was an expedition. It was, that car was so that car was so packed. I mean, there was no space for anyone to like just move. I but yeah yeah I remember. 
Remember that trip we went to FBO Shorts? Oh, I miss that place so much. Every time I visit New York, I'm like, oh. I, th- I, I, I think they brought it back, but I'm not sure. Not 100%. I used to actually have a friend that, that worked there. I always thought their, their big piano was really yes. cool. Yes. You know, the one you can step yes. on. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just loved that place when I was a kid. And it's always nostalgic going back there. But I'm not sure if it's still there, just like Toys R Us closed. What a tragedy. Yeah, Toys R Us. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I don't know. I always found and FAO Schwartz to be really, really, really expensive. That was just my personal feeling about it. I mean, yeah, everything was put in a nice place and kids would run around and go buy candy and stuff. But uh, for me, it was like, okay, this is cool, but wow, these prices are outrageous. True. Uh, that, was, that was my mind. True. Whenever I went there, especially, um, there was one time and and I went there, it was like the last day of school or something. And I was, and, and I, um, and I was with my brothers. And so, and so I, I was, I went, I picked up books to read and John, John threw the book and said, play with dolls. You should be playing with dolls, not read a book. <laughs> School's over. <laughs> that sounds like that. Yeah. And I was wondering if Anthony, yeah, Anthony was much nicer in that. And he was like, oh, okay, good to read. He'll read a book to me and all that stuff. But he was like, "Why are you playing with dolls? Like, like you, you, you're supposed to be playing with dolls, not not reading books." But, but yeah, I still, you know, but yeah, but yeah, I, I, I still love books. I, I have, a, I have uh, lots of books in my bookshelf. Uh, a lot, yeah. a lot uh, for the queue to start reading. But I have finished a lot though. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. sometimes you just want to treat yourself and buy yourself a book. And, I, I'm going to be honest, I ended up buying a lot of books randomly in the dollar store. Like, I picked up um, Gary Busey's uh, autobiography and that. That was a good book. Oh. <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah, it's called um, Busey-isms. It's, I mean, it's really, you can't believe what the guy's been through. But it's also funny at the same time because you know, he's a pretty funny guy. I picked it up in the dollar store. It was like, great read and definitely worth a lot more than that. Oh, please, please, so. if you can text it to me after this. I would love I, I, I love I love uh, books that make me laugh and just real people just tell, just 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 being honest and just being being very being very vulnerable about their life. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's been ooh, he survived a lot, and I'm just like, wow! Every time we had a downfall, we came back up, and then we had a downfall again. So it's it's that's a good thing. Yeah. It's always great too when you're able when you're able to find humor out of out of like the downfalls in your life as well. Absolutely, I mean, you, you kind of you have to because the thing is that if you're if you don't start laughing, you're going to start crying. Yeah, and as much as much it's you know it's it's a um, yeah, it's a defense mechanism, but it's one of the more mature ones, so it's very useful to keep. Yeah, yeah. Like um, for me, like if I if I'm feeling down, I would go put on some type of comedy show or or put on some music to dance to and just like lift me up in that way. Uh, so I, I always have strict rules. One, always take a shower and get dressed every day, even if you're not going anywhere. Mm. Two, always try to get at least 15 minutes of sunlight because if you stay in your house all the time, you're not making any of your vitamin D. 
and your vitamin D is one of your precursors for your serotonin, which is, you know, the neurotransmitter that makes us happy and calm. So that's why I always say every day, even if you're not going into work, if you're working from home, get showered, get dressed, go outside for a little bit and just get some sun. I, yeah, that's, that's great advice. And yeah, yeah. Cause I, there are, there are times when I, I haven't left the house in like two days, but I try to go on walks though. But you're right. At least yeah, 15 I mean, minutes, at least 15 open, minutes. You could always open the window and stick your head out. Get the sun that way. Stick your chest Yeah. Out. Yeah. Sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, sunscreen, definitely. I don't need to get burned again. <laughs> yeah, so to end it off, do you think that road trips are worth planning to create lifetime memories? Absolutely. I think also it's a good way to get to know people. Like, say you were, like, dating someone, you don't really know someone until you've gone on a road trip with mm. them and been in that confined space. So that really tells you a lot about people and, and sort of who they really are. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll 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 make sure to notate that mentally for whenever I am in a relationship <laughs> or soon to be relationship. I know. Let me know when you get there because I'm sitting here going like, woo! All the single people right here. Yep, mm-hmm, table for one. Not even afraid. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, like I enjoy just eating dinner or whatever by myself. And a lot of my friends, they're just like, I need to eat with people. I need to do this with people. I need, I need to watch. I need to go to the movie theater with people. You know, you can also do it by yourself. It's really freeing, and you don't have to wait for people either. Matinee by yourself at twelve o'clock on like a Sunday is wonderful. There's nobody behind you slurping, chewing. Of course, that's not an issue right now because everybody has to be six feet apart. But like, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, in the beginning, yeah. starting college, I was always by myself, and I said, you know, okay, am I gonna wait for anybody? Uh, I don't have time, so I'm hungry. I'm gonna go. And the only difference I've done now is, and because I'm over, over 21, is I will actually sit at the bar to eat. Actually, I don't drink alcohol. It's just when you sit at the bar, you're more open to conversation. So anybody else that sits at the bar, even if they're six feet apart from you you can strike up a conversation with them it's totally socially acceptable and it pulls away from the you know hostess looking at you going just one yeah oh my god this is so awkward i just i put my shoulders yeah. back i stand up taller and i'm like there's nothing wrong with yeah there's nothing yourself. wrong there's nothing wrong i i actually really enjoy it and i, I put on a youtube video netflix for listening to music you know and just chill in the restaurant like if I'm eating at like a cafe or something, but oh, okay. yeah, and then like for restaurants, um, actually I do the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done the same thing, and yeah, I just chill and do my thing. Yeah, I do that home alone when I'm you know when I'm by myself alone when I'm eating I'm like okay now is the time to like double task and that's when I'll go on YouTube and be like okay let me learn a little bit about finance let me learn about organizing you know what's this new thing that I figure and I'll just turn and I'll just listen and I'm like okay just enjoying my food learning something at the same time yeah yeah and mentally like it frees your mind of everything that has gone on during the day Absolutely. You get to sort of switch gears and almost, I don't know, for me, some of them are kind of like a little mini meditation. Yes, yes. Like I, for me, I can't do the whole like with the two fingers thing and meditate. I can't, I tried it. I can't do it. But I feel like there are different forms of meditation. Letting your thoughts 
wherever it decides to go or listening to an audiobook. I love audiobooks so much. I have never done that. I've never listened to an audiobook. You should give it a shot. Because sometimes when I'm reading a book, it still doesn't block out everything around me. And the audiobooks, it blocks out everything around me. And I'm like completely focused. For me, whenever, whenever I'm gonna, what I learned a long time ago is that meditation can be, it should really be able to be done anywhere. As long as it's a quiet space that's not, you know, really loud and gonna be disturbed. Like, I remember learning that you can, if you're overwhelmed at home, you can, and surrounded by people, you can literally just be like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, close the door. No one's gonna come and disturb you when you're in the bathroom. So you can just sit there and just kind of zone out. And usually it's mostly like finding your happy place. Yeah. And that's usually like, place where you've been that has just brought you so much joy and then you try to walk in and think okay what does it smell like what does it look like how is there any feeling i can associate like touched and, you know like my favorite place used to be the beach you can imagine like your feet being in the sand hearing the waves crashing looking at the horizon smelling the salt water things like that and if you can really pull yourself in there and use your imagination then you are meditating you're pulling yourself away from a you know, the stress and the, the heavy thoughts and just kind of focusing in on that one place that brings you joy and tranquility. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I In that moment, I just pictured just, just being at the beach. Uh, I used to use that trick to get patients' blood pressures down. I'd be like, okay, do we, I'd be like, do you like the beach? And they're like, yes, okay. And as I literally start to describe it so that they could literally, you know, hear the seagulls in the background and get lost thinking about the waves and then we'd look at their beautiful lowered blood pressure and I'd be like oh no meds for you <laughs> um, well, I'm nervous when I go to the doctor. yeah yeah because uh, everyone just wants the easy fix sometimes they want to be they want to hear good news nobody wants to yeah no, no, yeah no one wants to hear no one wants to hear bad news but they also sometimes want an easy fix to their problems well, I mean, that's that's the majority of America. Everybody wants everything instantly, now, instant reward, don't wait for it, which is, you know, a topic for a yeah. time that I could definitely not about. Yeah. But thank you for joining me on my podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. First podcast ever. So Yes, girl. And for the rest of you, see you back here next Monday. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. <laughs>